Let's take off, baby. Let's just drive, honey, into the night sky, to the sunset shine, into the day, baby. This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, along with Tom Dalton and Jim Edelman from the award-winning PBS TV show, Under the Radar, Michigan. Occasionally, these guys invite me to join them on the road, where we get to meet interesting people and see interesting places. Now, what do you get when you take two men on a Michigan mission, pack their bags, and throw them in the car? You get a pure Michigan road trip, Tom. That's right, Dave. You ready to explore this great state? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Come on. Uh, where'd you park the car? Uh, you drove last, actually. Yeah, but I gave you the keys. Did you? Yeah, press the little button thing. Okay. And today, we'll revisit some of those people and places as we travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Hey, welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan here with Tom Dalton and Jim Edelman. And um, so now, what are we doing with this show again, Tom? Well, first of all, you have to explain to people that we're from the Emmy Award winning PBS television program, Under the Radar Michigan. Mm -hmm. Um, And that every once in a while, we invite you, Dave Lorenz, uh, to come on the road with us. Which is nice. Well, it's because you're a great guy, you have fun, and uh, you turn into a 12-year-old in the car like we do. We do and, have a good time. Yeah, and we like to go. So we like to. So we thought we'd, on this show, relive some of the adventures that we had with you on the road. Every time I come out with you guys is a good time. We should now we, formally introduce We Jim. should mention that the gentleman that you cannot see sitting directly to my left, Jim Edelman, is also, well, he's the he's the third in the, uh, the Three Musketeers when yeah, we're on the road. in the cog. Uh, if, <laughs> if I weren't, steering the wheel and working the pedals we would not get to where we need to be and yep. behind the camera really yeah. uh because yeah. you do a lot yeah. of that and of course yeah. you're on the program every so often too never know that but of course tom is the star no i'm not a star and i'm occasionally a host. i get to be <laughs> the award-winning star the, the guest star which yeah. which was a lot of fun no so 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 uh we we visited so many people how many how many uh, people did we meet along the way would you guess oh my gosh and all the travels you've been with us mm-hmm. um over probably 11 11 billion and yeah. that, that's an exact number we have <laughs> been all zeros. over over the state it's the past three years with you and it's, it's been, been an adventure it's been fun well we've met so many cool people and one of them was a young lady by the name of julie suckett she's on mackinac island and she has a company called what tom it's called so up style i um, thought it was so up style um, well, I think you can say it either way. I believe she will tell us in this segment. In this well, segment, well, if you actually, ladies listen. and gentlemen, if you pay attention to this segment, you'll find out more than we know. Here we go. Well, next time you make it to Mackinac Island, there's a pla- if you have any sense of style at all, you have to go to a place called So UP Style Company. It's in the shadows of the Grand Hotel. As you can see, I'm still with Dave Lorenz. <laughs> and Mr. Style right, Mr. Exactly. And Julie, I have to tell you that you're my hero because I saw your promotional video and you drank a whole glass of wine in the first 15 seconds of that video. I'm sure it was just TV I, magic. I did. I was trying to calm my nerves so that I could do the video. Well, well, I have to say, when you come to the Upper Peninsula, I, I wouldn't say the first thing I think about is fashion. Right. You know, I think about outdoors, you come to Mackinac Island, fudge. But here you are, a cool boutique with great fashion. How did that come about? Um, I have always loved fashion since I was little. If you ask my dad, I've had more clothes than you could ever imagine, any little girl. But my um, grandma was a seamstress, and my mom sewed, and I showed horses. And she started making all my show clothes, so I started manipulating them to how I wanted to wear them, or what I wanted them to look like. And then 
by sixth grade, I was making my friends handbags, and then it just kind of took off. Well, you also feature local Michigan artists, um, jewelry you have here, but tell me about your little friend here and this fashion statement <laughs> that he's making. So this is Jack, and Jack is wearing one of my bandanas, which I make matching scarves and bandanas. I call these snarfs, snap scarf, <laughs> little play on words, but I also, uh, really popular are the dog version. I sell a lot of these. Women like me enjoy <laughs> that. <laughs> Oh, he's a cute dog. Now, did you learn fashion from fashion school or was this all like self-training? Just all self-training. Just I love clothes and I love fashion and I wanted to bring like a store where you could shop like with your teenager or you could find nice things for yourself. So I carry a lot of great labels, um, a lot of stuff on Montreal, New York, LA. Yeah, well, you're in a perfect location. You're right, right on the way to the Grand Hotel. Yes. Um, how long have you been in this cute little spot? This is my second year at this location, but I've been on the island for four years now. I started downtown in a tiny little shop, maybe 500 feet across from the Mustang. And then I moved up here in 2020, the year. <laughs> well, yeah, great time. Yeah, great time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I hate to have you put, is it Jack, right? Yeah, I'm, put, put Jack yeah. down, but give us a demonstration of how this awesome piece of okay, clothing so works. You unsnap it. So they're about five feet long. And what I do is you start in the front and it's a scarf, so you're gonna want to start yeah. in the back because that's natural, but you just bring it behind your head. How did yeah. you even come up with this? Um, so honestly, if you've ever seen like um Lulu Roman makes a big wrap and it does something like this, but it's not cool, it's like plastic and weird. That's what's neat is when you turn it, it turns into this whole different yeah. thing. Yeah, so I saw it and I was like, I could do something so much cooler. So hence the snark. That's Bravo. very cool. And of course, uh, there are some other of your design works here in your store. Yes, you just saw Jack modeling one. Um, I also make these fancy dog scarves and matching, and then ponchos and ruanas, and I make really fancy blankets. I just love young people like you that follow their passion and create something like this, and you're a success. I mean, your parents must be proud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it because we're old guys, so we think about no, your I, we think about your parents. <laughs> uh, honestly, my father probably thought I'd always end up owning a store or you know resale shop on my own clothes. We have a fan. Rusty? We have a fan. What? He wants you. He, he says, "Pick me up too." Uh, Rusty also has a matching bandana. Ladies and gentlemen, Rusty. <laughs> I, I know. I just met you and I love you. Anyway. So the dogs are always in here too. They help sell. Uh, people so love it's it. So UP style mm -hmm. company. It is. So okay. you, we are so up. It's a little play on words. Yeah. <laughs> Looks good. Can't wait. Blow it up. Perfect. Nice job. Thank, Thank you. Didn't like, blow it up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> See, Dave, I told you. It's you were right. so UP style. You were right, and it really was a really cool place. And as you know, it might be a surprise. I'm not much of a fashionista. Oh, really? <laughs> but uh, I know. But that, that was a really cool place, and I thought... Uh, those designs were really cool. The, Love the dogs, too. Oh, yeah, and that the, scarf thing she invented that turns into like five different cool. things. I yeah, need a suit like that that turns into a swimsuit and then yeah, like a, a like smock a, when I'm painting. But, like but a short sleeve suit. But, but isn't it interesting <laughs> that here we are on Mackinac Island, you would never think of fashion on Mackinac Island. Maybe, you know, for t-shirts. Well, right, right, right. right. You know, because fashionable people, you can't get on, you can't get in the Grand Hotel without a tie. That's true. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, but I mean, the, the stuff she does for the dogs too, the, the collars, the the scarves for dogs. Really who, neat. Who knew yeah. a dog needs yeah. a scarf? And perfect for Mackinac Island because Mackinac Island is so dog friendly. Yes. It's just mm -hmm. the whole thing was was really cool. I was really impressed. Well. We had such a great time. And ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you, that's just the beginning of this special program because we're going to be talking and uh, and actually reminiscing about some of the other guests that we met along the way. So we're going to uh, head to Leelanau Peninsula next to tell you all about that. But it's coming up right after this break. Right here on Travel Michigan, 
where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, along with Tom Dalton and Jim Edelman from the PBS TV show Under the Radar. And today they are under the radio, so to speak. <laughs> under the train. And we are with Dave Lorenz reminiscing about uh, all the great people, places, and things that we've met on the road with you, because you do tend to like to go with us. Not just <laughs> yep. because we eat really well. Whenever I can. Well, you do eat well, let me yes. tell you that. Well, one of the places that uh, we spent some time in mm-hmm. was the Leelanau Peninsula, a very mm-hmm. popular place for a lot of travelers. Among uh, the places that we visited, I know we were we were at Sleeping Bear Dunes area. Right. There's a there's a really cool hike you can take with a guided personnel. I couldn't go in with cameras. I had to stand at the road and zoom in to you guys. But yeah, there's like cameras are not allowed in there. All that's true for commercial purposes. That's right. Yeah, the Leelanau yeah. Peninsula has a little bit of everything that's Michigan. It it's, really does. It's just so great. I you know we've been in the past. We've been to Fishtown. We've mm-hmm. been uh, kind of all over the area. And one of the places we went to on this trip was a place called Fresh Market. Fresh Market. And really Dave cool Sears place. was the owner. Talk about hyper-local. This is a great market that has a little bit of everything, but everything in there is all about Michigan. Now, you've heard of the West Coast, and I'm sure you've heard of the East Coast, but we're up in Traverse City area right now, and we discovered the Fresh Coast Market. And Dave, I think we finally, not you, Dave, that Dave. <laughs> I got a pair of Dave's This is going to be confusing. I know. So I think we finally found somebody who promotes Michigan as much as we do. I'm loving what I'm seeing here because I've seen more pure Michigan products just standing here than I think I've seen in any retailer ever. So you need to tell us about this, Dave. Dave is from Fresh Coast Market here in Traverse City, or just a couple miles away from Traverse City. Yeah, we're just 15 minutes away, so on the west side, out, out near Long Lake. So. Well, this is really spectacular. Obviously, you have a deli counter that it looks tremendous. I'm you gaining have, weight just looking oh, at the I, deli I, counter. I can't, can't wait. You have really great produce all over the place, fresh produce. It's And it's obvious that, that it's been picked locally often. And then yes. you have so many other Michigan-branded products. Tell us about the background of Fresh Coast Market. Well, you know, we live in the food mecca of North America. Um, we have, you know, farms all around us. I mean, this corn... Uh, was picked this morning from a farm a mile away from us. And so we really, our passion was when we bought this business four years ago to bring everything the best of Michigan under one roof. And, um, you know, we really have, you know, all of the brands that everybody's looking for, all the local farms, you know, from Food for Thought to Morsels to Nine Bean Rose, M22. We have, we literally have over 170 brands, not products, but brands that we support under this under this roof. That's a that's a great distinction. It's not products. That Correct. many Michigan brands is yeah. amazing. Well, and our customers love that. Our customers love that because they know they can get anything they need right here, and they don't have to drive into town. They don't have to drive all over northern Michigan. They can come to one place and get everything they need. Yeah, talk about hyper-local. I mean, and supporting the your friends, your family, your neighbors, it's just... Yeah, this makes so much. It's so Michigan. Yeah. Well, these flowers, for instance, they're grown a half a mile down in a greenhouse just for our store. There's a there's a florist, a lady that came to me three years ago, and uh, she said, "Hey, would you take a chance on us?" And I said, "No." (laughs) (laughs) Wait. And um, (laughs) that's how it ends. So so she said, "I'll guarantee my product." I'm like, "Okay, we'll take a chance," because you know, floral can be a challenge. Yeah. And so. 
she was able to get, as a result of that, the first year she sold so many flowers, she was able to get an FDA grant to build a hoop house. And now she literally cannot keep up with the demand of what we sell. So those gladiolas were literally grown a half mile away. Well, this is you know one of those places that is a destination in itself. You're right across the street from the original Moomers. So here you have these really big brands between your sto store and Moomers, locally produced brands, so to speak, that sell products that are made and produced locally here. Right. Uh, this is not an easy thing to do. I have a little retail background. So I know how this works, and usually retailers work on what they call penny profit. So for you to bring in so many local produced and manufactured products, thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's small businesses helping small businesses, and, and to me that's, that's really what we should be doing. And um, it's a no-brainer for me, and it's just uh, it's a pleasure to help and, and support. Well, Dave makes a good point. You've, this isn't just a place you go to get some food or a sandwich or something to drink. It's, you've created a destination. This is where Absolutely. people people probably come from far and wide just because of what you offer. And you've won mm -hmm. some awards. We have. We've been very honored uh, lately to win uh, you know numerous awards. Yeah. Um, we uh, won the Borshead Market of Distinction just recently, which is a really rare award that's given out. Uh, we're one of only three markets in the entire Midwest in 20 years that's won that award. Yeah. And so we're really honored by that. Uh, we've gotten a lot of recognition nationwide for uh, what we do. We've been fully staffed all summer too. So yeah. in addition to supporting a lot of local businesses, we, re we really work hard to take care of our employees and, and our team members. And that's, that's really important to me. And so we, we had a, uh, an article just re recently written on us about how we were fully staffed all summer. Yeah. One of the very That's few businesses awesome. in northern Michigan that was fully staffed. We never cut services or hours. And uh, we, the secret sauce is we just really care. Yeah. You know, we really care about our people. And it's obvious, too. Well, you know, we love it when people come to a town and they support their hotels and motels. But today, more and more people are, are looking to the sharing economy, the Airbnb types of places to stay. And when you're in these places, you want to make your own food quite often. And there's nothing like making your own food from product that's grown right here. Absolutely. You have it all Absolutely. right here. And yep. I, I'm going to make you blush, but you do a lot for charity as well. Yeah, I we mean, do. you, you don't just take care of your employees. You help take care of the community. Yep. We, have, we are really compassionate about giving back to the community. We, um, we did a big community celebration a, a few weeks ago. And we raised almost $5,000 for coats for children for the, we did a fun Christmas in July event. Yeah. And so as part of this Borset celebration that we did, we brought in two charities and said, hey, we wanna, we wanna fund and support that. And so uh, we brought in uh, Child and Family Services of Northern Michigan, and we've had some folks that have adopted as a direct result of our connection with them. And so that's really, you know. Super entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Super. I mean, yeah, what you're no, I doing. appreciate it, yeah. Love to see it. Uh, now, i got to ask you one more question. You're sure. right across the street from Moomers. I know you sell ice cream here, and you sell some Moomers ice cream here, too. We sell a little bit. Yeah. We sell <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, we sell quite a bit, actually. So, Moomers is a great uh, partner for us, great friends of ours, and we sell hundreds of pints of Moomers ice cream a week. So, it's sort of like the secret that we have, and in fact, we have a mobile app that we launched this year, so you can order anything from our coffee shop or our deli right on our mobile app. And Moomers is actually on the mobile app, so yeah. even when we're really busy, you can actually order, pick up your, just grab your ice cream and just walk out the door. Oh, nice. You don't even have to wait in line. And we've gotten emails about your sandwiches here, and I don't know, it sounds like a challenge to me. I think Dave, because Dave and I, we know sandwiches. I think we should try. I think you're going to be surprised by our sandwiches. I think you're going to love them. What's your signature sandwich? Well, the beauty is all of our sandwiches are custom. So the signature is whatever you like. 
And so you get to completely like customize. Yes. yes. So you get to completely customize that. We use only the best ingredients, only fresh produce that's cut and chopped every single day, only borset ingredients. Um, and so it really is a, a beauty uh, of, a, uh, of a sandwich. Well, luckily, I'm the head of the research department of this program, so <laughs> okay. it's time to get to work. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, let's never give Jim. Jim wants a sandwich, That's too. true. I'm the assistant. <laughs> that really was a really cool store. I mean, I love the fact that they have so many Michigan-branded products in there. And I also love the fact that right across the street from a really cool place called Moomers. Moomers Ice Cream. Great ice is, cream. Yeah, if you haven't had their ice cream, it's all, it's artisan made. It's all Michigan. Uh, but I love that store, uh, Fresh Market, also because he gives so many local Michigan entrepreneurs and artisans the chance to show off yeah. their stuff. Yeah. I mean, really good little sandwiches, too. I think we all had sandwiches. The big sandwiches were great. <laughs> yeah. We had yeah. ended up taking over another table to put food on. You so mean, that's hold it. You just, mean we ate a lot there? When don't we eat a lot? Yeah, Dave? I know it's true. <laughs> well, we've we've certainly eaten and uh, enjoyed uh, uh, a lot of uh, cool experiences along yeah. the way. And you've been doing this since what year? Gosh, we started 2010, right, Jim? We did. Yeah, uh, June of 2010, 2010 was the premiere of the show. Yeah, we keep trying to mess it up, but it keeps going on oh, no, in spite of us. So. Yeah, we do mess <laughs> it up, but people seem to like that for some reason. You know, it's funny. Uh, people ask me all the time, "Is that Tom Dalton as goofy as he seems?" I say, oh, no, he's so serious all the they, time. They, they say goofy, they don't say dumb? or <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Actually, they usually use the words corny. I think they mean that in a good way. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's, a, that's a good old-timey word. And, and, and you are. It's just, yeah, yeah it's, I can't, I'm not smart enough to be anything else. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you, you've certainly found a really great way to make a living and to make a lot of people very happy. And we get to uh, experience some of the places that uh, you've gone to along with me on this program. So stick around. We're going to talk to some really cool folks for the rest of this program as well, right here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan with Tom Dalton and Jim Edelman from Under the Radar. And one of the uh, communities that we've gone to over and over and over, and I, gee, I wonder why, is the Traverse City community. What a, oh, it's just what a great town any time of the year. It's a wonderful, wonderful little cosmopolitan city in the middle of paradise. You know, yeah. you, know you think about it, that's a really great way to put it because you could find anything you need for any kind of lifestyle that you might have. Uh, oh, art, kind culture, of, food. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. kind of a, in its own little unique way, kind of a big city feel, right. even though it's a really small town. Right. You get you get five minutes out of town, though, and you are as rural as you can yeah. be. So there is everything up there, and that's what I love about it. I mean, there's so many great stories that we've told over the years. Yeah, nature, uh, and of course, all the amenities that you talked about, time. There's something for everybody, and... One of the things that uh, they're probably best known for uh, are either like the food scene or perhaps the wine scene, because the wineries are really spectacular. I've been to wineries in France, in Spain. I've been to the Napa Valley, and you will not find more beautiful vineyards and wineries than out on the old Mission Peninsula. Where else can you stand and be tasting wine and be looking over both sides? You can see both sides of the bay. It's just an app, and we were just up there filming for a new episode um, for the show. Which and new episode is that, Tom? 
It's going to kick off season uh, 13, actually. Oh. Yeah, it's going to we, uh, It's a wine trip. We took 50 people on a bus, went to a bunch of uh, wineries on the old Mission Peninsula, and had an absolute blast. You know, we should say before we go into this segment that uh, you can you can see a lot of your segments on your website, right? Yes. And your website. On both, on both, on both Michigan.org and on? Uh, UTRMichigan.com or just look up our YouTube YouTube, YouTube channel, channel, correct? Yes. Well, and uh, perhaps one of the uh, segments you might uh, find is the one we're going into next. Bonobo Winery, who that's actually owned by a real TV star, <laughs> not someone like me, a real TV star. <laughs> who is that? What's Carter Osterhaus. Well, right now, Dave and I are north of Traverse City on the old Mission Peninsula at what I think is my new happy place. Uh, we're at Bonobo Winery, and we're with two guys. Now, the one to my left here, this is not George Clooney as much as my, this is Todd Osterhaus, and we're also with Carter Osterhaus, who, um, if you don't know who he is, welcome to planet Earth. Um, as soon as we're done here, I'll take you to our leader, but how did two brothers start a winery up here on this peninsula like this? Just as busy as you are, especially. I think just young enough, dumb enough, we started this business 12 <laughs> years ago. And look, Todd and I, we grew up out here on Old Mission Peninsula. So we wanted to come back after we left Traverse City and just start something like everybody does. It's that dream, right? It's that romantic notion of what to do. Well, this area is known for just a great fruit bearing region. Yeah. So Todd and I had a conversation one day like, do you think we really could start a winery? Like, is that possible? Let's drink a bottle of wine over it and we'll decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had a couple bottles. Well, it was more, you know, as we were drinking the wine or beer, because we didn't have really taste buds at the beginning, and we were just getting into it and learning the whole craft and learning the process, getting the right people in place to teach us, of course. But yeah, I just said, hey, let's go for it. Let's just have fun. It was either we were going to grow grapes and have a vineyard and maybe a tasting room, or we were going to go to Cherries. (laughs) <laughs> and we thought, well, you know what, cherries, we grew up in the cherry industry. We like we were, we were riding on shakers and high lows and all that when we were young. So the wine seemed so much more elegant and sophisticated. <laughs> Boy, what did we what are we get into? Well, but, <laughs> meet girls. Yeah, yeah right. But, totally. but I can't understand how you, you, you grew up here. Obviously, you're surrounded by agriculture and tourism and all that and this great connection. Right. Yeah. But neither of you had any backgrounds, no family backgrounds in wineries, right? No. Um, you know, our our dad did grow up on a farm, so mm-hmm. maybe through DNA it transferred to us. <laughs> but um, no, other than that, we had never, you know, really been there doing farming, doing the agricultural thing. None of that. It yeah. Was, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, but the neat thing is you guys have developed this really cool, eco-friendly, mm-hmm. um, progressive winery. Yeah, that's I right. mean, mm-hmm. it's that's the difference, I think. It, it, it really is like a 2.0 version of wine consumption, which and when I say consumption, it's not just drinking the wine, it's really taking in all the sights, the sounds, the smells. Yeah. And what had been happening out west in California was this big push for a younger demographic, not excluding a different demographic, but just having a wider variety, making the tasting rooms larger, making it a space where you could come, enjoy, sit back, relax, have some food. So we, we put a kitchen in the space. and built a bar that's massive, you know? I mean, it was just like, we wanted to do all these things on a little bit of a different scale where you could come in, and we, we like to say we have joint but separate seating in the space, so you could come in with your family, your group, and or just, you know, a couple, and you could meet somebody and, and sit down and hang out with them. We wanted the whole experience of wine consumption to really hit it over and do something that nobody else was doing. You're right, it's, it's large, but it's still yeah. intimate. Yeah. You know, there's all these little nooks and crannies where you can sit, and the yeah. view, yeah. 
Right, the oh. view. Yeah. It's what, that's what is beautiful up here. It's, it's not just, it's a great fruit bearing region and we can make an amazing award winning wine, but it's the, the, the views and, the, and the, the sights and the smells and the fact that we're on a 17 mile peninsula that has two bodies of water on either side that are just gorgeous and that turquoise green and blue it's just it's phenomenal and you get the sun hitting it the right way and it's a really special place to be well i don't even know how many wineries are on this peninsula but there are several and they're all really wonderful in their own way but mm -hmm. what makes this winery different i think is that that you really are considering the sustainability sure. of uh, of agriculture and of wineries themselves. So you have this organic yeah. winery here. Can you explain that? Well, I mean, the biggest thing is, um, is being stewards of the land, you know, and we're trying to say, what's this gonna do for the future? And it also makes a difference in the wine product that you put out if you're not putting a bunch of pesticides or herbicides on it and putting that into the soils. We're making sure that that's um, coming into the tasting room or coming into the production facility where it's really a clean product. You know, you're picking it off the vine out there and you're saying, hey, this goes right into production. It speeds the process along because it's all natural. And that really makes a difference in the quality and in the end product that we have. Right. Yeah. Now, it, it, it must be interesting working as brothers in a venture like this, but your wife, oh, Amy Smart. Yes, brother, like, do you want to go on brothers? Yeah, I know, I'm brother, yeah. brothers alone. Start a new story. But your wife, Amy Smart, actress, yeah. Yeah. also involved, obviously. Sure. And sure. you two actually met uh, with something to do with the environment. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we both serve on the board out in LA for the Environmental Media Association. And that's how we met. And I didn't realize she had ties up to Northern Michigan, which her family would come up here every summer. Aww. And we met out in LA and she said, Traverse City, that's my Traverse City. I said, wait, 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 you're Amy Smart, you're <laughs> LA. That's where you were born and raised. But it, 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 uh, her parents moved out here uh, 20 years ago and um, she'd been coming here every year. And, We've been married now 10 years and, and um, it's just been, it's been really easy on the holidays. So it wasn't hard getting her to, to move from California to come to Michigan and of course your, your yeah. family's here now? Yeah, my family's here and it's great. Like having something like this, the winery, which is, I am such a fan of Michigan. Even when I lived in California for 20 years and I, we still go back and forth and in Atlanta and stuff for work, but I feel like the Michigan has so much to offer, you know, with the, the resources that we do have, it's so important to take care of our state, you know, proud of our state, love our state, and buy local things like wine, like, you know, agriculture. I mean, I think it is important because we have so many valuable resources that pretty soon other states might come looking for them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You have to tell us uh, about the wine itself. I mean, what do you specialize in here? Uh, what type of wines? I've had your Pinot Noir, it's many feet. Yeah, <laughs> oh, good, great. Uh, fantastic. Well, you know, up in this area, cooler climate where the Chardonnay and the Rieslings are the big boys that play on an international level. Um, but everybody really seems like they're pushing the envelope a little bit more. Um, I feel, I have a glass of Pinot Blanc, which is one of my favorites, especially in the summertime. A little pineapple, a little grapefruit on there. Mm. Uh, I think it's pretty structured. I feel like our, our winemaker, Cornell Olivier, he's been in the area making wine for 20 plus years. He, we were lucky to have him as somebody who knows this region so well and can make a fantastic wine from it. And he's the, from South Africa, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And this South African influence has really yeah. changed yeah. this whole area. It really has, because I think uh, people like Cornell, and there's a few South Africans mm -hmm. here, I think uh, people like Cornell have really put their imprint on what can be done, what works, what doesn't work, and, 
And um, like I said, he's been doing 20 plus years, so he knows the region, he knows the area. And because we're trying to be more eco-friendly in our production, we want to make sure that what you're tasting in that glass, it's not created downstairs in the production facility. It's really what comes off that line. As, as, as somebody who drinks a good amount of wine, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that because you yeah. worry about what's in it, yeah. about that, all that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I appreciate it. Well, yeah. well Tom, I, I think it's time for a taste test. <laughs> You think so? And you know what? You're those the man those, for the those job. are for me. I don't know. Where, where's yours? Yeah, the uh, the area is just spectacular, and the folks at Bonobo were really great. And those guys are way too good looking. That's all. Oh I yeah, know. tell me about it. I mean, I felt I just added to their handsomeness just sitting next to them. But well, yeah, I mean, kind they, of. I think you averaged it out. That's exactly <laughs> the way I look at it. Yeah, but I mean, they those guys grew up up there. Um, they and they love the culture, and they're part of the reason why. Uh, Michigan wine country has gotten to where it is now. I mean, we're now a yeah. world-renowned wine region. So. Really is a spectacular place. Uh, people need to get up there. It doesn't matter what time of the year. You can have a really good time. So it's uh, a special The wine place. helps. Yeah, the wine does help. Well, we're going to go to another special place. We're going to go back to massive amounts of food in Ypsilanti. We'll Ooh. tell you what that is next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan with Tom Dalton and Jim Edelman from Under the Radar. We're reminiscing about our many places we've been to together recently. And, uh, and somehow, guys, we find opportunities to eat massive amounts along the way. We yeah. make opportunities. <laughs> we yeah, make and, opportunities. and sometimes we find those rare restaurants where they serve you uh, more food than should be allowed by law. <laughs> and actually, one of those is in uh, Ypsilanti. Um, and I love their slogan, Ipsy Real. Well, and I tell you, the place that we're going to go to next yeah. has a great story. Yeah. A great story, a great background. And uh, when you go in there, not only will you have great food, but you have that atmosphere, which is really cool. Yeah. I mean, restaurants, are, it's really three different experiences. Uh, it's the food, the service, and the atmosphere. And this has... All three. Okay, Joanna McCoy, if that really is your name. If you've seen our show before, you know that when Dave and I travel around, we eat a lot of really good food. Well, it's research. Of yes, course. But it's research. It's not always about the food. It's sometimes about the history of a place or what it means to a community or the significance of a place or the backstory. This place has all of that. The Bomber Restaurant in Ypsilanti is like an icon in this area, right? It is. It is. For quite a long time. I mean, for um, since how many? How many uh, years? Well, it started in 1932. Yeah. It was Mrs. Baldwin's diner, and um, she eventually changed it to the Bomber when she started serving food for all the people who migrated up here to work in the Bomber plants. So 1932, so pre World War II. So this was just a diner, during just the... a regular diner, and with all the people coming up here, because there were so many people, and people do not realize how much Ypsilanti did for World War II. Um, there were people who were giving up rooms in their homes for people to live in, so they could work at the plant. Some I've talked to some of the women that came up here, 
Um, and we have a good following of Rosies. Um, we have at least eight to ten original Rosies that come in at least once a month. That's awesome. So, so um, the men and women that worked at the plant mm -hmm. would come here for their... They would come here for breakfast or whatever shift it was, because it used to be open 24-7. Um, they would come in for their first meal and then she would, Mrs. Baldwin would bag up a sack lunch or dinner or breakfast for the next day for them to have at the bomber plant. What, what was the, what was the, the special that they ate, the bomber? Oh, the, we made um, what we call the, uh, the bomber breakfast and that was on the Food Network channel. Um, to drop it out of one of these planes? Yeah, or? just about. It's a bomb for sure. Um, we were on the um, top five overindulgences for uh, Food Network channel. That's why I brought Dave. That's right. <laughs> for the high school and college football players, you would think that they would go for the bomber breakfast. They don't. Um, the runners, the swimmers, Need those they cars. go for the bomber breakfast. Need those cars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bomber breakfast, they do. Um, we have a full stack of pancakes, which are each pancake's the size of a dinner plate. We don't do anything small here. Well, the other cool thing about this place is the history on the walls, not just hanging from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. um, that's a lot of airplane glue, but anyway. It is. It, everything's been donated. Really? Um, I have always been a World War II, 1940s buff. So some of that stuff was on um, the walls that are mine. Mm -hmm. And then people just started donating things. Um, the bomb that we have is a practice bomb, and they found it in the basement of um, a house they were going to destroy. And they asked if I would like it, and of course, I'm not going to turn anything down. If somebody wants to donate it to me, I'm going to take it. Well, plus, you look at the, the you're looking at the eyes of the, a lot of the people on the walls, and you, you, you can sort of see their story. You can mm -hmm. feel their story. Not only their story, but we try to get local family members. And when we first started doing it, we had a lady who donated a picture of her father, and she and he's passed. And she would come in every Sunday to have breakfast with her dad. I see a lot of the pictures of the bombers on the wall, and I'm imagining that some of those bombers were made right here in Ypsilanti. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those pictures are also signed. Mm -hmm. What's the story there? Um, the signed pictures, uh, there's two of them that we have that are signed. Um, it's from the crew of the... Um, the bomber plane that is flying now. Oh yes, because you can you can actually see that plane mm -hmm. at, at uh, Willow Run. At Willow Run today. Mm -hmm. yep. wow. And the air show is this weekend. Oh, oh bonus! <laughs> and that bomber sign behind the counter. Is the that... it was originally on the um, the restaurant, mm -hmm. and then when it, uh, they sold it, the old or the new owner wanted to change it completely. Um, so he took all the stuff off of the the front of the face of the restaurant. Threw it in the dumpster, and one of the regular customers decided, that's kind of cool, I'm gonna take it, put it in his barn, and then when we took it back over, um, he asked if we would if we would display it, we could have it. So well, those are original. You mentioned some of the Rosies come in here, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Um, do you ever have any of the uh, the folks who actually, um, I suppose they, they would have actually been working in the Oh yeah, these yeah. are all local women who have um, worked on the bomber, in the bomber plant, and in different areas, but um, we have at least eight to ten originals that still come. We just wow. lost three this last year, which, but um, one of ours uh, just celebrated, she just turned 102 wow. this month. So. Ypsilanti. Mm -hmm. What do you love about Ypsilanti? It's my home. Born and raised, um, which is funny because 
I, I love this town. I mean, it's a small town. It's it's starting to re revise itself and be reborn, which is very encouraging with the, a lot of young people and a lot of young families. There's a lot to see around this area. You know, you know what I love about towns like this, and you really put it well, but they're coming back, but they're still their real self, you know, their authentic self. Ipsy real. You know, Ipsy real. It's real because what you see here, you feel like you're a local when you're here. Mm -hmm. And I love being in places like that. Yeah. Well, it's funny too because when, I mean, like I said, I was born and raised here and went back to a reunion and one of my girlfriends who I thought was really my girlfriend, she was like, you're still here? And I was like, I don't have a reason to leave. Well, it's just got a personality all its own, mm -hmm. like, like no other city. And that's, I went to Eastern too, it's one of the colleges. I think they asked me to leave, but anyway, <laughs> it's one of the, yeah, so I've got some history here too, and I just love this town. I love the real earthiness, I love mm -hmm. the people, the creativity. Yeah, we're just down home, honest people, and you know, that's, that's all I want to well, live in, you know? I will never forget, of all the places we've been to together, and all those restaurants, actually there were two of them, I guess, where we had so much food, we had to leave food behind, which doesn't happen often with the three of us. No, I mean, each dish there could feed a village. I and mean, they brought out everything, yes. and it was spectacular. The Captain was, Crunch pancakes. Plus, oh, the, man. plus the people in Ypsilane, you gotta love them. They're just, they're real. I so. love, I tell you, um, my my perception about Ypsilanti changed dramatically with our visits there, yep. because mm -hmm. I hadn't been there for a while. And isn't it interesting that when you go to a place, especially if you go to a place with friends and family and, you know, all that, and you see a place maybe you haven't seen for a long time, first off, those places change, mm -hmm. you know, they often get better. Because we never change, right? Yeah, yeah, we never do. We never age. But, you know, they do. And um, Ypsilanti is one of those great places. The other place that I'll never forget when it comes to a place where we've gone to eat and we had tons of food was Alamir Restaurant. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That Mediterranean food restaurant in Dearborn. Dearborn. Is it on Warren, I think it is? Wherever it's it's tremendous. You need to look it up. All There's two America. locations. Two locations. Yeah, there are. Yeah. But yeah, that bowl of potatoes. I still have some in my trunk. <laughs> well, <laughs> they, yes. we have overeaten tremendously. Yeah, and uh, that's one of the wonderful. Which things is why we show. always invite you with us on the road, David, because we know that you're as much a well a omnivore as we are. Because <laughs> I was going to say, because you need the help with the uh, with consuming of the foods. Well, yeah. we do, because Tom doesn't eat. He pushes food around, eats some of it, but then leaves the rest to me. Well, you're I, my food taster. Well, I want to make sure it's safe. Yeah, but well, not the food finisher. I shouldn't well, be you know, whether, whether it is food, whether it's experiences, <laughs> whether it's uh, anything good, you're going to find a lot to consume in the great state of Michigan. Mm -hmm. And thanks to you guys, we get to see it on UTR, Under the Radar Michigan, on PBS. And we're out of time for this program. Well, so, thanks to you guys, for Pure Michigan and everything you do for the state. So. We'll have you back on. So, okay, uh, folks, he'll be back on right here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling.